I've made a jingle. What for? Are you fucking kidding me? Ah. Uh, you ready? Let me hear it. Here it is. Are you, are you, are you, are you fucking kidding me? Boom. Oh, I love, I love it. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> now, well, that's good because I've got one. I know. Well, that's. I'm very excited about this. That the that are you fucking kidding me is expanding beyond just my realms and into yours as well. So I'm very yes. excited about this. So, long story short, you know that I like computer gaming, yes, and all that sort of jazz. So Warner Brothers, we all know who they are. The owners of things like Harry Potter, that Warner Brothers, yes, they have a gaming division which yes. make the games for things like Harry Potter. And they also own other things like Mortal Kombat. You may remember that. I do. So they're up for sale. Okay. They're, now, that's, they're not selling Harry Potter as an IP or Mortal Kombat or anything like that, but they are selling the teams that make them okay. to presumably go and make these games under someone else's header and then Warner Brothers still get a percentage for them using Harry Potter or whoever. Okay. Now, this is where we get to the bit. Okay. It's up for sale because the parent company of Warner Brothers, AT&T, are in debt. So hang on. AT&T are the um, like the mobile phone provider. Yeah, yeah. Okay. those guys. All right. So AT&T, right? Mm-hmm. They own Warner Brothers, Interactive, the games division. They're selling that. How much do you think they are selling it for? Um, five hundred million. Not even close. Okay, four billion dollars. Wow, that's insane. But that's not why we're on this segment. Okay, how much do you think AT and T are in debt by, to which they have to sell something for four billion dollars? How much do they owe? In total, well, I'd say that's let's say that's probably half, maybe slightly under half. So let's go. You know, they're a big company. Ten billion. Ten billion. Yeah, that would be enough for me to go. Are you fucking kidding me? Really? Yeah. How about if I told you you could times that mm-hmm. your guess by. 16 <laughs> what and then you would be within 4 billion of the t- 164 billion dollars it's not it's a number that normal humans like you and I can't even comprehend i mean that is a hell of a lot of money i mean you say 4 billion and you go fuck me that shitloads of money. And then mm. someone goes, yeah, yeah, but I owe 164 billion. You go, oh, right. That's a fucking piss in the wind compared to that. It, it suddenly makes 4 billion look like nothing. Chump change. The thing is, a billion here, a billion there, all of a sudden it starts to sound a bit like money, doesn't it? <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? Well, but what are you saying? 164 billion. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Who do they owe it to? Jesus. I'm a fan of instant karma. Ah, I really like it when people get their comeuppance. 
and very soon after they deserve it. Yes, and I also quite like the word comeuppance as it happens. Um, <laughs> so I am going to lay upon you um, some of my favourite stories that I've heard about instant karma. Fantastic. First one, a 24-year-old man broke into the home of a 73-year-old man and threatened him and his wife with a knife. Shit. Not knowing that the 73-year-old man was a boxer, a marine, and a hand-to-hand combat instructor. And <laughs> proceeded to beat 400 bales of shit out of him. Oh, that's satisfying, isn't it? That's satisfying. A kid on the train wouldn't move his legs from the seat next to him for three adults that came onto the train. So the fourth person decided to just sit on his legs. <laughs> the guy who pushed past me on the tube and then suggested I go fuck myself just arrived for his interview with me. <laughs> A lady in America was driving and was rear-ended um, <laughs> in the car. I mean... <laughs> in the car. Um, and the guy who smashed into the back of her car didn't pull over, but instead took off. And when she went round the back of the car to inspect it, the his number plate had imprinted onto the back of her white Toyota <laughs> so she could see the number plate number. That's wonderful. Fantastic. Um, a lady stopped at a crosswalk to let a pedestrian cross. Uh, the gentleman behind the lady blasted his horn, kind of skid past her, shouting, profanity, swearing, doing all those things. Um, and the lady got on, got in behind him and turned her sirens on because she was an undercover police officer. <laughs> Idiots. Uh. This is one of the best headlines i've ever heard idiots try to siphon fuel from a um oh hang on i've re misread that idiots try to siphon fuel from a coach end up sucking up shit from the sewage tank oh my god that is wonderful fantastic driver attempts to destroy giant snowman not realizing it's built round a giant tree trunk <laughs> This is a Facebook status. <clears throat> I was being a dick to a taxi driver tonight and didn't pay my fare, so I did a runner and left my phone in the car. I am a stupid cunt, and this is the taxi driver <laughs> writing this status. Man who helped draft laws ordering adulterers to be flogged is publicly flogged after he is caught having an affair. Uh. <laughs> absolutely fantastic this is a great little story that i saw on facebook so i'm at the pound shop to get a spade uh, to plant to plant some bulbs in my garden and this little shit of a kid decided to throw a fit over these big chocolate bars and called his mother and i quote a bitch because she wouldn't get him this particular chocolate bar i was waiting for her to slap the living shit out of him and instead she literally gave in and said i'll get you the bigger one when we get to the checkout well i'll tell you now i had no intention of spending 24 pounds on chocolate bars but the look on that little shit's face as i walked out the door with every single one that was there was priceless hashtag take that you little bastard Oh, sticking up for the mum even when she don't do it. Mugshots.com puts people's mugshots online and then demands payment to take them down. The site's founders just got arrested for extortion. Here are their mugshots. <laughs> Guy accidentally shoots himself in the face after bullet ricochets off of an armadillo. 
what? And possibly the greatest comment I've ever seen on any post ever. Is that what you call Carmadillo? <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Genius. I don't normally like a pun, but um, and where Nick, I'll tell you good. where this all started was I saw the article in the New York Times of the guy who had bought seventeen thousand seven hundred bottles of hand sanitizer and had been yeah. banned from selling them to anyone. Yeah, it's brilliant. Um, because I just think that was such an amazing turn of events. Um, transgender woman silences weirdo who sent her a penis pic by sending one back. <laughs> Beautiful. And I think my definitely my favourite one, um, and the one that I think was the most, um, don't know about satisfying, but certainly the the most juvenile one. Um, And Mm. it's and it's kind of parenting one hundred and one. I think my two older children were trying to lay out their Pokemon cards, but the youngest one kept intervening. So I gaffer taped him to a chair. <laughs> if you're not going to let your brothers and sisters do anything, I'm going to gaffer tape you to a chair. No, you're not. Well, here you are. I've gaffer taped <laughs> you to a chair, you little prick. Have it. I'm going to go in and try that on mine. Instant karma. <laughs> Right, we're all, we're all bored, we're all sitting around. Some of us are not sitting around alone. No. Therefore, we have a partner to which we can we can have sex. We, we, we can fuck our, our significant other. Right? <laughs> I'm not going to mess around. I was trying to find big words, but I really cannot be fucking... Bad. Okay, I'll so, try for you. Um, go for it. Some, some people are lucky enough to be in a situation where they can continue to be intimate during lockdown. Yeah, that was probably better, but... Uh, No, it definitely was, I can assure you, but don't worry. (laughs) The listeners know the level that we we attain to here, so don't worry about it. um, We're all tired, so moving on. From that, some people do not. And I've got something for the men out there who are of a certain, uh, shall we say, taste. Ilk. Yeah. Okay. I, I've sent it to you. Uh, you should be able to see that on your... Oh, my God. So, if you were particularly... <laughs> to, to give you some context, listeners, I've just sent a picture of what can only be described as a fleshlight. Okay, now, if well... you don't know what that is, that is a simulation of a vagina to which a man can use to perform acts on himself. Yeah, it's the, supposedly the male equivalent of a vibrator or a dildo or something. Yeah, something yeah. like that. But there's one that's been made specifically for foot fetishists. Yeah, I'm going to put I'll put I'll definitely put this photo on the Instagram, I promise. It it's called the Vajanko. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a foot. It, well, well, it looks like a, de- uh, a amputated. Um, yeah, amputated. <laughs> yeah, okay. It looks it looks like a, a foot and ankle that has been amputated just below the shin bone, and they have stuck a 
vagina on the top of said entrance um it's one of the worst most terrifying and frankly insulting things i've ever seen in my entire life now i'm gonna wait i'm gonna go out on a limb right um now i I, thankfully i'm not a foot fetishist myself but i would imagine that someone who is a foot fetishist doesn't want to fuck the top of the ankle of that like it's the foot that's the sexy things if you are a foot fetishist i presume but not something that look if you some you know if you if someone came into your house and saw that they would think that you were a psychopath (laughs) yeah i mean look we're not kink shaming in any way not at all like what you like everyone's different of course it's a bit fucked up who cares as long as it's in the parameters of legality and and morality and consent, then that's absolutely fine. But I mean, come on, just have a wank. Well, I mean, speaking of which, okay, I have a little story for you. <laughs> Lee's all wank sort of, story, not mine. <laughs> oh, okay, first. I'll save those for another episode <laughs> for off pod. <laughs> just for you, baby. No, this is more about someone else's sexual kink. It's like a fantasy acted out. But it went a bit wrong, probably not in the way that you're thinking when I say that. So the headline reads, the fact there's a fucking headline tells you this is going to be pretty good. Pair hired for man's broom sexual fantasy turn up at bedroom at wrong address armed with machetes. (laughs) Okay, there's quite a lot to unpack in there. I know. So, So firstly, a broom fetish. For man's broom sexual fantasy, turn up in bedroom at wrong address, armed with machetes. After appearing in an unsuspecting resident's bedroom with knives at 6.15am, the duo accept their mistake by saying, sorry, mate. I mean, this, this, I have so many questions. Firstly, what, what does machetes have to do with a broom fetish? Right. I've absolutely no idea right okay but what i can understand is that two men snuck into a bedroom with machetes and they were hired to carry out a uh, a sexual fantasy which would be being tied up in this chap's underwear stroked with a broom okay there we go see that was the salient piece of information uh, and then obviously from their sexual fantasy fulfilled but they got the wrong address uh, it was in Sydney, Australia. They basically wangled their way because everyone's got like porch doors and stuff like that, and they often leave them open. So they literally just walked into this person's house armed with machetes yeah. and then had an argument with the people in there that they were in the right house. <laughs> That's mental. And then after realising, they just went, oh, sorry, mate, and then fucked off. <laughs> that is mad. I mean, that's, which- that's wow. I mean, they, they were charged with having threatening weapons and all this stuff. Obviously, they, they called the police and they, they didn't buy the story at first. Yeah, until... of course. Of course. Imagine being in that situation <laughs> and two people break into your house with holding machetes and they're like, oh, yeah, sorry, this is the wrong house. We were just here to fulfill out a broom-related sexual fantasy. You're like, pull the fucking <laughs> other one, mate. That's well, not the best true. Bit, the best bit is, is the conversation because um, as the two guys like walked in, the, the guy who was in this house woke up and said, bugger off, it's too early. And he was referring to a friend of his that normally comes in who makes coffee daily. He always comes in. So with that, the two stop and they're like, is your name Kevin? <laughs> and then he turns on the light and they're both stood at the end of his bed holding these fucking machetes. He's like, who the fuck's Kevin? 
they just have a conversation. Ah, sorry, mate. And the other one just goes, bye. And then they will shake his hand and walk off. That is absolutely mental. Amazing. Amazing. Oh, good God. Leading on from that, the two guys breaking into somewhere. It's a bit of a... It's almost like a Home Alone calamity situation, isn't it? Like, no matter what the hapless criminals try to do, it never really pans out for them. Mm. But what about when they really didn't stand a chance from the beginning because their disguises are so fucking terrible? (laughs) Okay. So... I have a list of the worst criminal disguises. Fantastic. And this this was bred from me reading a story. Now, I've sent you a picture that you're going to open in a second. Okay. As I deliver this headline to you, when I get to the last word, which is police. Okay. You open up the picture, okay? Okay. Two men rob convenience store wearing watermelon as disguises, say police. (laughs) Now, what two men have done is hollow out watermelons, cut eye holes in them and wear them as fucking helmets, which is just one of the most wonderful things (laughs) I've ever seen in my life. It's fucking brilliant. Oh, it's so good. That is fantastic. I wondered, are there any that are worse? And by God, yes, some of these that I've found make the watermelons look like genius ideas. I can't wait. So, uh, there's not many, I'll be honest, but I'll I'll read through the best ones that I've managed to find. That's fine. (laughs) Okay, so first one. Jamie Neal. Jamie Neal and an accomplice held up a petrol station in Cornwall in 2012. Mm -hmm. While his partner covered his face with a scarf, the far less resourceful Neal chose a clear plastic bag. (laughs) (laughs) Brilliant. I mean, genius. This one. Oh, it's wonderful. (laughs) Casey J. Casey. Okay, Casey J. Casey. Yep. Parents never gave him a chance. Never gave him a chance. Decided to rob a booze shop, and before so, he realised that he needed a disguise. With nothing much at hand, he thought he would use duct tape. (laughs) So he gaffer taped his face. He gaffer taped his entire face to be akin like a balaclava, not realising... He wouldn't be able to get it off. Of course you won't. It's gaffer tape. People literally fuse cars together with gaffer tape. Fucking Oh, dinner. my God. Anyway, people spotted him mm-hmm. while he was trying to hold up the store manager and he got chased off. He was eventually wrestled to the ground, but it took him over an hour to remove the gaffer tape from his oh, hair. Fucking hell. And also, he has now no eyebrows or facial hair. Oh, my God. It's fucking amazing. Hell. It's amazing. So another one is <laughs> three Smurfs accused of assault at petrol station. <laughs> Literally three giant Australian men dressed as Smurfs had a fight with someone because they wouldn't light one of their cigarettes. Jesus and they thought they'd get away with it too. Wow. 
one Arizona man gets himself arrested and was clearly in the poo after wearing a disposable diaper on top of a black stocking as a face mask. What the fuck? <laughs> Hopefully it wasn't used, like a soiled... Oh, nappy. that that would be another level. Mm. Um, I mean, I think my absolute favourite, though, mm. go to two chaps called Matthew McNelly and right. Joey Miller. Right. Now, they had the wonderful idea to break into an apartment block and go through the building and basically rumble a few uh, apartments and get out of there. Mm. They had a genius plan to disguise themselves by drawing things all over their face, like camouflage. Okay. Essentially, what they've done is they've drawn on like a like a Batman mask almost and like squiggles on their cheeks and things like that. Right. Of course they use permanent marker. Of course they did. <laughs> so, a week later, when all of the oh, pictures went no. up of the assailants... They were still covered in the permanent marker. They tried to rub it off, and they were captured, as I'm showing you right now, with a very sad attempt at a Batman mask and whatever the hell. Oh, the other. it's really again, <laughs> listeners. I know I always say this, but I will put this up in our stories um, when this episode drops, so you'll be able to see all these ridiculous photos that Lee sent me. Yeah, I mean that is absolutely fucking ridiculous also even if that both the the faces the, both the drawings were you know kind of thick black pen they're still shit disguises <laughs> terrible like you would absolutely still definitely if you knew these two blokes you would know who they were It'd be like oh yeah that's fucking matthew mcnelly and joey miller with pen on their face like, it's not even a fucking disguise. Look, it's better off wearing watermelons yeah, on the exactly. wrist. exactly. Stop <laughs> rubbing shit. And if you are going to rob something, at least come up with a decent fight. Like, dress like a stormtrooper. <laughs> if I was working in a shop and a stormtrooper come in to rob me, as long as I wasn't hurt or they weren't being too threatening, I'd be all right. <laughs> I'd be okay with that. Yeah, I'd be fine with it. <laughs> 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 